Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you missed it yesterday, Brett Veach talks to Kevin Clark about the cornerback position, his plan to build the roster after Patrick Mahomes makes God knows how much money per year. He basically looked at the roster building of the Kansas City Chiefs. And one of the big things I want to hone in on here is what he had to say about the cornerback position. Because we've talked about corners a lot here on this show. And earlier this week, they made the move to be able to bring in Mo Claiborne on a one-year deal worth up to $3 million with $1.5 million as the guarantees in his contract. So Brett Veach said this to Kevin Clark of The Ringer about cornerbacks. Quote, the challenges that corners are relied upon because you just have so many of them in the game. You don't see the base packages anymore. We're running dime and nickel most of the time. So now you don't need to just find two corners, two safeties. You have to find four safeties and four corners, and they really spread out. These guys aren't just backups. They're playing. They're going higher in the draft. They're harder to get in free agency. Acquiring enough to last the whole season is very difficult, end quote. All right, let's put this to the test. Let's look at the Kansas City Chiefs roster right now, and let's find out how we feel about the Chiefs' top four corners and their top four safeties. Because you just heard it right there. The general manager himself says you need four corners and four safeties to comfortably make it through the season. The top four safeties right now are Tyron Matthew, Juan Thornhill, Daniel Sorensen, and either Jordan Lucas or Armani Watts. I feel really good about that. That's actually probably among the positions that I feel the best about right now on this roster. I feel really good about what they have at safety, and that's not how I felt about the position a year ago. So safety, you feel good. He passed in with flying colors there. All right, let's go over to corner, where he says you need four good corners to be able to make it through the season comfortably. Your top four corners going into week one will be Kendall Fuller, Bashad Breland, Charvarius Ward, and then probably Demontre Wade. Yeah, that's the problem. That last cornerback spot is a problem. And so that's why you bring in a guy like Mo Claiborne. That's not to suggest Mo Claiborne is perfect. He's not. But he's a pretty solid corner who is a professional football player and will give you good snaps. He's been a starter in this league for a long time and can continue to be a starter in this league. So why do you go out and make that signing? Because you need four corners. The Chiefs had three. Now they feel better about their number four. Let's continue. So Brett Veach was then asked about why he didn't acquire a cornerback this offseason. This was prior to the uh, Mo Claiborne decision. He said, I'm sure we probably would have went corner had we not made the trade. But we also had the chance to get a young, productive pass rusher who is already good at playing the run and plays hard as well. So he's basically saying the decision in his mind was either you go get Frank Clark and you trade that first round pick for Frank Clark or or you draft whatever cornerback you want in the first round and you can have that guy on your team. What do you think makes the 2019 Chiefs better? And I ask this in all seriousness. What makes the 2019 Chiefs better? Having Frank Clark on the roster 
a guy that can consistently get you double-digit sacks, a guy that's going to also get paid, by the way, $20 million a year, so you have to take that into account, but a player that's going to change potentially the culture in your defense, can get you double-digit sacks, plays the run very well, fits perfectly to Steve Spagnuolo's defense, and oh, by the way, you have a gaping hole right now at the defensive end position. So that's one. Option two, whoever your favorite cornerback was in this draft, whether it was Byron Murphy or DeAndre Baker or whoever it may have been, Greedy Williams, um, you could have that guy on a cheap rookie contract. He's going to play starting week one because he would have played over Charvarius Ward, but he's probably going to have some lumps because all rookie cornerbacks do. And he's not going to come in with the type of presence immediately in terms of the culture setter that Frank Clark is. My answer to that question is Frank Clark makes this team better. And I don't think it's particularly close. So then the question becomes, okay, if you are going to go corner in the first round, if that was the plan, if the plan was we either go corner in the first round or we trade this pick for Frank Clark, why not take a corner in the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth rounds? I don't understand Brad Veach. I think we learned something else about Brad Veach from that comment. He's actually going to go with the best player available thing. Like every general manager in all of football says at some point going into the draft, we are legitimately going to take the best player on our board and we are going to stick with that. 95% of them are full of crap. They're lying to you. Brad Veach is apparently telling the truth. Because Brett Veach, going into the draft, planned on taking a corner in round one and then didn't take one until round six. Why? Because the best player on his board was a safety in Juan Thornhill, a receiver. That might have been a little different given the situation. Yeah. The, the day that the Tyree Kill audio came out was the day of the second round. So put that one on the wayside. Put that one on the back burner. But he took a receiver. And then in the third round, he takes a defensive tackle, which is one of the deepest positions on this roster because he thought that he was a second-round player and he fell to the third in Colin Saunders, who, by the way, we're going to talk with coming up at 11.30 this morning. Brett Veach followed his board. Now, you may disagree with the board. You can say he shouldn't have followed the board. You can say he should have gone with a cornerback instead. That's perfectly fine. After the fact, second-guessing second is part of the job. But Brett Veach followed his board. And I got to say, I respect it. I respect the fact that he's going to go with the guys that he believes in regardless of what position or regardless of how it goes over within the fan base. I do want to talk briefly about Mo Claiborne and what he's going to bring to the roster because I thought it was a great move earlier this week. The Chiefs brought in a veteran cornerback who is capable of starting for an NFL team, although he will not do so for the first four weeks because he's suspended. And they did so for a $3 million contract. I looked over every cornerback that signed this offseason. And the contracts that they got from their respective team that they signed with, there's only one that I would rather have on his contract than Mo Claiborne on this contract. And it was Ronald Darby because he signed a one-year $6 million deal with the Eagles. I still don't know what happened there. He visited the Chiefs. It sounded like he was going to sign with the Chiefs. And then all of a sudden, the next day, he was signing with the Eagles. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he didn't pass his physical here. I don't know what happened with Ronald Darby. But he didn't sign here. Mo Claiborne did. Let's find out what type of a player Mo Claiborne is. This is Rich Samini of ESPN.com. You know, I think he was an okay corner. I think he's a good number two corner. Uh, I was a little surprised that Jets didn't make 
an effort to re-sign him in the offseason uh, because he was, like I said, he was decent last year. I wouldn't say he's going to cover the opponent's number one receiver, but he will, uh, you know, in certain schemes, he can, uh, you know, he can hold his own. He's decent, solid number two, certain schemes, he can hold his own. That sounds great, man. I got to say, I don't know how you guys heard that quote, but I thought that sounded great. Kramer, you recently graduated from college, right? Were you one of the, the typical broke college students, or did you were you okay? You uh, were doing all right. I'm still the broke college student. All right. <laughs> so if you get a free meal from somebody, right? Like, let's say one of your buddies, his parents are going to take you out to dinner, and they're like, hey, we are going to take you out to a steak dinner. And you like your steak, I don't know if this is the case, but you like your steak cooked medium rare, right? We'll are, say that. Are you going to complain if the steak comes out well done? No. Of course not, because it's still a steak and it's free. It, you got the steak. It's a free meal. It tastes good regardless. It's not perfect, but it tastes good. It serves the purpose. You're a broke college student, a broke recent graduate, <laughs> I guess in this instance. Yeah, say that. <laughs> And you got a free good meal. It's not perfect. There were some issues with it. The service wasn't great. The steak was overcooked a little bit. The drink that you ordered, you ended up getting the wrong thing. You ordered a whiskey. You ended up getting a vodka drink. It is what it is. But you got the free drink, right? That's where the Chiefs are. The Chiefs didn't have a cornerback that was capable for this spot. You just heard the general manager say they need four corners. You got three. So you know what you do to get the fourth? You go sign the guy that's suspended for the first four games that's just okay and can play in certain schemes and might get burnt every once in a while. But you know what? When he gets back in week five, he's better than what you had. He's better than Demontre Wade, who I didn't know existed three weeks ago. And I covered the damn team. I didn't know this guy was a person. And he was starting on the third day of practice. Guys, sometimes these things can just be simple. The Chiefs needed a corner. Mo Claiborne was the best corner available. And they went out and they signed him to a super cheap one-year deal. Man, I can't think of a better potential signing at this point in the year. I can't. For any team. I don't care who you are. There is no player available right now at any position where you're another team and you say, we can just sign that guy and it makes us a little better right now. And it makes us feel better about it. No team would have felt better about whatever that weakness was by signing a current free agent than the Chiefs should about signing Mo Claiborne and improving their cornerback position. If you have a receiver issue right now and you're signing Michael Crabtree, that doesn't make me feel good. If you're a quarter, if you're a team that needs a quarterback right now and you're signing any of these scrubs that are available, you ain't feeling good about it. Mo Claiborne is capable. He can play. He's a guy that can start. He's a guy that in certain schemes can look pretty good. Mo Claiborne is solid. He's that well-done steak that you wanted medium rare, but he's going to get the job done when you're a broke college student. You can't complain about this. You really just can't. It's a good signing. It's a smart signing. I liked the signing. It makes the Chiefs better. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's all they can do right now. I still think they need to improve. I still think they need to make a splash at the cornerback position. But for now, this was the best move they had available, and they finally made it. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. Kramer's on the other side of the glass. The Protein House Eat with the Purpose text line is 69306, and you can hit me up on Twitter as well. I am at BK Sports Talk. 
Coming up next, we're talking to Kevin Clark of The Ringer. He was the one who got Brett Veach on the record. I was able to catch up with him before he had that interview with Brett Veach. We'll hear what Kevin Clark has to say next. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. The leadoff with Brandon Kylie, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 